0: all right welcome to this week dugout in the clubhouse with emd baseball i am one of your hosts andy carry joined by my co-host keith glasser keith how are we doing great how are you good 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 topic today we are in the midst of it right now we're going to talk a little bit about what it is, how to navigate it, some tips for the high school players to go through it. But we're going to talk about the quiet period. So first and foremost, quiet period. What do we got? Definition. Uh,
1: the quiet period. College coaches are not going to be able to leave campus at the Division, Division one. one
0: college coaches. I, I was getting
1: there. I was oh, getting sorry, there. sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, no. sorry, sorry.
1: Like, yeah. I'm
0: fired up tonight. Fired up tonight. I know.
1: Um, the, at the Division One level, college coaches will not be able to leave campus to do any off-campus recruiting. They can, however, have camps on their campus and actively recruit student athletes at those um, camps. They can also entertain visits, official, unofficial, as long as it's after August 1st of your um, junior year, and um, they can still, you know, call, text, tweet. Um, Instagram, whatever else, um, social interweb stuff that 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 coaches want to do, um, they'll be able to to do during the quiet period. Um, so it's a, it, you'll see now. There's going to be a lot more camps that are going to be run on college campuses. You're probably going to get some some emails and and maybe some mailings, and you'll see it on on Twitter and such about what camp dates are coming up. And you know, some of those camps might have other colleges at them. Um, you know, so it it all depends. You know, if you if you're getting those and you're interested in going to some of these camps, it is something worth asking. You know, are there gonna be any other coaches there? Whatever it might be. Um, you know, so there's, you know, that's kind of the, the nuts and bolts of what the quiet period is currently. Um, you know, so you can go ahead and I'll kick it over to you and you can you can go into how to navigate it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think the one of the important things to understand is that the quiet period is on now while we're recording this in october mid-october and it will continue until march 1st of 2024 there are two additional shutdown periods that have been thrown onto the calendar where coaches can't do anything can't make phone calls can't do any of that but essentially division one coaches can't leave campus to evaluate so if you're a high school kid you're 25 or you're 26 what does this mean for you well it means if you are going to an exposure event, you need to wrap your head around the fact that there will be no Division I coaches there unless it is being held on that institution's campus. So make your decisions wisely, right? You know, go into, name whatever PBR, or perfect game event that happens in February or January. Just understand that there's not going to be Division I college coaches there. As far as identifying college camps, this is where and we talked about this a bunch. The honest assessment is super important, right? Going to a Division One camp just because you want to go to that camp and you really like that school, if you can't play at that level, you don't need to be going to that camp right now. You need to be focusing on getting better. And really being able to look in the mirror and understand where do you fit in the grand scheme of things. Are you trending in the direction of a school? Okay, well, maybe it's a good idea to get on their radar so that they get a chance to see in the spring. Maybe you go to camp and you do something really good. But, you know, if you're from New Jersey and you throw – and you're 25 and you throw 78, I don't know how much value you're getting out of going to Rutgers' camp right now from a pure recruiting perspective. If you want to go to learn something from Coach Monaghan and, and Coach Owens and his staff, great, go. But don't think of it as a recruiting opportunity unless you're somebody who has the prerequisite talent to be evaluated and be considered at a school of that caliber. And that's something that you've got to really look in the mirror. you got to have good conversations with your parents. you got to have good conversations with your coaches because you don't need to be going to stuff if you're not ready to go showcase yourself at it. The second part of that is what to do during the quiet period and, like, where you should spend your energy. And I, me and you are on the same page here, like, weight room, skill work, development. Players got a chance during the quiet period recruiting is going to slow down that if you're not getting recruited super heavy right now, or you're getting a little bit of interest, but you, nobody's really pulling the trigger. Really what they're telling you is you probably need to get better. And a ton can happen from mid-October to April 1st, when you start playing your high school games and coaches are going to be active. So take advantage of that time, get in the weight room, get with your pitching coach, get with your hitting guy, get in there and actually get better at what you're doing because these guys are going to judge you on what you do in April, not what you do in, in October.
1: Right, and I think the the other thing too is you can probably take it a, a step further from a time standpoint, right? Like the 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 quiet period ends on uh, March first, right? Is is when everything goes goes live, um, you know, for for Division one schools. Now, the, the the thing that you have to keep in mind with that as well too is that they're they're playing during that time frame, that you are going to be ramping up for high school, depending on where you're from. Like, obviously if you're in the South, you're probably already into the season. If you're in the mid Atlantic, Northeast, you're, you're gearing up to start or you're not really starting until April. Um, you know, so, you know, depending on where you are geographically, um, you know, even in the Midwest and wherever, I, I don't know where everyone's listening, but it, it's a lot, it's going to be dependent upon, you know, the climate in which you live, like really outside of the, the big time schools, they're not going to be out pounding it and recruiting during your high school season, right? Like the vast majority of the division ones, twos, and threes are going to essentially stay very regionalized during the high school season. You know, so you can even take it a little further, you know, if you're in New York where I live, you know, take November, December, January, February, March, April, in May, that's seven months. There's a lot of progress that can happen in seven months. Where you know all of a sudden they see you at the tail end of May and you look really good, and now they follow you through the summer. Like you know, if you start now doing all of that, you're going to be in a far better spot in May than if you try to wait until February or March and then decide you want to flip it on then. Um, You know, and again, that's not to say that you shouldn't be playing other sports and things like that. But, you know, if you if you're doing your due diligence and taking your time and and getting better from a a weight room standpoint, a throwing program standpoint, getting with your hitting guy, whatever it is, it's going to pay dividends when guys are going to show up to see you play, um, you know, during your high school season. But I think that's always an important kind of thing to throw out there and let people know, too, that like they're playing during the same season. You know, so I I used to always tell people like, yeah, I'm going to try to get out and see pretty much a lot, all the high school local teams that I can get out and see during my season. But, you know, if you're playing on a Wednesday and we're playing on a Wednesday, like I'm going to be in the third base box coaching my team, I'm not going to be at a high school game watching you play. You know, so that's where it also becomes imperative to take video and have some things that you can send to coaches during your high school season so that when you start your summer, you have, you know, kind of a highlight tape that you can throw out there. They see where you're at, and then they can track your progress as the summer goes um, along.
0: Spot on, coach. Yeah, I mean, you just you're a Division divisional coach. You're usually on the road on Monday, and you're usually chasing arms. You know, so for like a little bit of context for those who are listening, yeah, do you go see position guys when you can see position guys? Maybe your practice gets done early. They're playing a night game on a Tuesday you know, you had a 215 start to practice and you're able to hit the road and go check out a kid and go watch him take some at bats. Like you're always looking for opportunities, but to your point, it's limited. And if you're traveling or if you have a game, like you can't go watch guys play. Um, You know, so I think the, the moral of the story with the quiet period talk here is understand what it is, understand its limitations from an exposure perspective. Make sure that you're making good decisions about where you go, where you spend your money and who you get in front of. Probably more importantly than anything is use this time to dedicate yourself to your body, getting physically strong and developing over these next five or six months. Because at the end of the day, coaches are going to really care more about what you do in a game than what you do at camp. So being ready for coming out like gangbusters in April or March when your high school season starts and going out there and dominating. That's going to be more important than what you do to camp in November. So, you know, understand where you are. Make sure you're prepping towards your high school season and take advantage of the time when coaches aren't going to be out there that much. You can you can really put your head down and work.
1: Yeah, last thing I'll add um, on this short is that this is also the perfect time to kind of plan out what you're going to want to be doing in the summer from a, a showcase camp and um, exposure standpoint there too. Um, you know, a lot of things are going to start to be scheduled. You'll, you'll start seeing them over the course of the next couple months, kind of leading up to the new year. So it's a great time, you know, as, as especially camps and clinics and things start to wind down here towards the back end of the fall and into the winter. It's a, it's a great time to really sit down and try to plan out things and events that you might want to target for your exposure. That's going to be able to mix into your, you know, summer schedule and things like that. So it's a great time right now to be able to do those types of things on top of, you know, being able to, you know, do the physical side of things, you know, prepare yourself from a, a schedule standpoint as well so that you don't feel rushed or, or really, you know, confused or anything on the, you know, when you get to that point in time, you know, that way it's, it's kind of planned out, you know what to do and that, you know, having that plan is gonna create a lot less anxiety and stress when you get into the spring and the summer.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> well that's it for this week short thanks for listening go ahead and uh, smash that youtube subscribe and like button throttle it if you will it. Uh, follow us on twitter and instagram at emd baseball and if you want to know more about what we do to help families and to educate families on the recruiting process hit us up at emdbaseball.com until next week thanks everybody